Hey, uh, it's Christian recording the next episode of The Gray Zone, episode two. And I think this one's going to be called The Process. And it's really the start and the continuation of a process that's been going on for a long time. Uh, a lot of different processes, I guess. There's a lot of things in motion um, for any of us at any given time in life. And to try and keep on top of all of that, it's not always easy. Uh, especially when you get sick, which is actually where I was a couple of days ago. Never fun. Especially when you're in the pits of it, you're like, oh, I'm never going to get better. I was definitely being a little bit of a baby. Like, am I going to climb again? Yeah, you're going to climb, dude. Um, so that was like four days of being pretty sick, but I'm back into it now and feeling, although my voice is still, it still sounds like a little bit congested, but um, I'm feeling good. The energy levels are back. And that turned into a little bit of a speed bump. But in line with the theme of the podcast today, I find those speed bumps, if you don't fight against them too much, when you it's something that's out of your control, you can kind of turn it to your advantage. So resting, actually taking the time to take in what's been going on in your life recently, where do you want to invest more energy when you do have it back, that kind of thing. But before we get into it a little bit more, I do want to pause for a second and address something that was brought up to me by a friend of mine and I really look up to this person too a great mentor after releasing my first episode of the podcast the one that you're listening to right now the gray zone uh he reached out to me he's like hey man I really liked it but I got a question for you okay hit me what's that he's like who is the intended group of people who's the intended audience for this podcast and like why would they listen like why are people listening to this podcast and it got me thinking and I bounced some ideas off of him he bounced them back and I think we came up with a nice sort of at least for now like a good starting point of who I'm trying to to speak to out there and in a way I think well I'll I'll say this after but essentially who I'm trying to speak to is anybody that is in the in the midst of trying to figure out where they're going in life and how they want to get there and this isn't like oh i don't know what i want to do with my life and i want to try and figure out where to go when i'm 18 like i think i can speak to and i will in many ways speak to that as well but that's not something that ever goes away which i feel like is a false expectation that a lot of us have when we're young we're like oh i'm 18 i don't know what to do like that's a big problem but i'll know what to do eventually it's like No, you never really know what to do. You get ideas, you follow them, like you get passionate about something, you start to really enjoy work or whatever it is, and you have an idea of where to go for that time period. But eventually that thing ends and you've got to figure out where to go next. And so this podcast is speaking to anybody trying to work through the path that they're on, uncover the next path and try to make that path as not as smooth as possible because it's going to be bumpy, but ride those waves, uh, ride with the flow of it. Awesome. So now that we've established that a little bit, and I'm going to keep refining that because I feel like I could say that a little bit more concisely, but essentially I'm going to try and say it one more time here. I'm going to try and say it more. So bear with me, please. But the goal of this podcast, who is listening to it is somebody 
who is trying to carve out the path for their life in the present, knowing that it's going to change, but being open to that change. So trying to work with life to figure out what's right for you right now and a little bit down the road. All right. So coming into the podcast, I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about today. At first, I was like, oh, I'd love to talk about processes versus outcomes or goals. The process being the process or the journey to get to the destination, which is, I mean, maybe you get an idea because there's that cliche, right? Like, it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. Um, but I think it's said so easily that we don't actually think about it too much. And so I'm going to touch on that a little bit. But I also, when thinking about trying to like jot down some ideas, but what I was going to talk about today, I thought about, well, the title of the podcast is The Gray Zone. But underneath that, under the header, I talk about how the goal of the podcast is to establish um, methods for continuous growth, performance, and ultimately uh, sustainable success. And I thought, how can I speak to what those things mean a little bit more? And when I sat down to write about it, I ended up just writing about the process and outcomes. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll talk about that for today and push the other things off until the next episode. Um, But I actually did not like what I wrote about process and outcomes. I thought it was kind of messy. It was sloppy. It was a little bit all over the place. And at first, I was a bit frustrated with that. I was like, damn, like, why did that happen? What did I do wrong? Why was I not writing as smoothly or effectively as I feel like I have in the past? There's some different reasons for that, some distractions that I allowed myself to be around. Um, Not having put much thought into it ahead of time and kind of writing like completely free. Whereas I like to think a little bit just on the day to day, like bounce those ideas around in my head before writing them down. Anyways, I thought that was a great example of me trying to sit down and write about process versus outcomes and not liking it and being a little bit frustrated as a great example that we all sometimes, I mean, all the time, quite frankly, like run into things on the way to our goals that don't go as well as we'd hoped. And I think depending on how we react to those, they kind of end up having two potential impacts on us and they can turn into a potential speed bump if you're able to keep moving like if you imagine a car approaching a speed bump it doesn't just stop completely and like hope for the road to flatten out right it keeps going but if you do stop then this what could be a speed bump turns into a bit of a wall and it's at those times that i feel like we can feel stuck maybe give up walk away say oh that wasn't for me that like How am I supposed to get past that potential barrier? And so I thought there was a good lesson there in how walls can quickly turn into speed bumps if we're able to continue to move. Even if you don't know how you're going to get over the wall, if you try and find different ways, I think eventually you will find a path over and it will turn into only a speed bump and not something that holds you back forever. And honestly, that's kind of why I love climbing. You learn that lesson over and over and over again. Like you're confronted with a literal wall and you're like, how how am I going to get to the top of this thing? And it's hard and it's uncomfortable and you're scared and you're sometimes in pain. 
And then it goes from feeling completely impossible to possible. And it's one of the coolest feelings I think in the world. And it's what got me hooked into climbing, uh, which kind of brings me to an example of this, like running into a barrier and then having that choice to continue or to continue and turn it into a speed bump or to stay where you are and have it be a wall. And so after about three years of climbing, I was like, I came back from Australia in 2019, no, 2020, right at the start of COVID. And I came home, I had two classes left for university to graduate. They were online. I was living at home. The world was shut down. I wasn't working and I was addicted to climbing. I loved, and I still do. I love climbing. It was awesome. But everything was shut down. And the first thing that I did was because I had the extreme privilege of living in a, a great home um, with a big backyard, I didn't have to pay rent, which I was very lucky to do. And I was able to take $1,500 and buy a climbing wall and build it. Well, I bought the wood and I bought the holds and I built a climbing wall in my backyard. And I started climbing every day and I started working out every single day and I got rings and I started doing weighted ring pull-ups and muscle ups on rings and doing front leap, trying to do front levers, doing lots of different pull-ups, doing yoga daily. And I got like really, really deep into this exercise routine, which was honestly a lot of fun. And I got a lot of growth and learned a lot from that. But because of my high intensity output for like months on end, without much of a like real rest period, I eventually ended up hurting my shoulder pretty badly. And again, I was, this is one of those situations where like what I was mentioning earlier, when you're sick, you can kind of fight and be like, no, I'm not going to be sick. I'm going to fight. Uh, uh, and then just get more sick. Or you can relax, take a step back for a couple days and then come back strong and use that time to whatever, you know, sort out where you're at in your life. Just think about where you're putting your energy a little bit, whatever, do what you need to. Maybe watch some Netflix and actually relax. Um, I know I did. I watched Dope Sick. It's a great show, by the way. Definitely recommend it. Anyways, um, where was I? Yeah, so I hurt my shoulder and I'm like, okay, I literally do not know how to not work out and climb and try and push myself physically. So this is probably nothing I'm thinking at the time. It's probably a small injury. I'm just going to keep going. At a slightly lesser intensity and i keep going and it keeps persisting and i keep going and it keeps persisting I'm like okay well obviously i need to see somebody who's aware of this and can help me now it's like a month or two in right and this shoulder thing's still nagging and i'm not really able to climb and for me not being able to climb was like well what do i do with my life literally all i'm doing is climbing and working out for climbing like damn what like what do i do so i went to a physiotherapist they helped me to learn some really basic movements to help my shoulder out. And I did those and I did those every single day after work because I'd started a new job at this point, that sales BDR role, essentially calling people and trying to sell them software to help manage certain parts of like an organization. And I was doing that and I was friggin' like rehabbing my shoulder every single day and then doing exercises that I was still able to do to maintain fitness. 
And then I did that for a couple months and I tried climbing again. It worked, it worked for a couple days. The intensity went up and then, oh, shoulders hurt again. So I'm like, damn, okay, I'll go back to a physiotherapist, go back. I get some more rehab. I go through that process again. And now it's like four or five months later and my shoulders hurt again. And I kind of kept like slowing down, ramping back up, hurting my shoulder, slowing down, ramping back up, hurting my shoulder. And the climbing that I was able to do at the time was super minimal. And so I was kind of confronted with this, like, at the time, I was literally, I did not know if I would be able to climb again. And this was, again, me being in a negative headspace, seeing a wall and not being certain if I was able to turn that wall into a speed bump, if I was able to climb over it. Now, I want to take a second here and kind of like commend myself, even though, I mean, whatever, like pat myself on the back, because throughout almost like a year where my shoulder wasn't 100% and I couldn't climb in the way that I wanted to, I continued to do my best to port, um, pursue growth in other areas that would still benefit the overall goal. So, and that goal being to climb better. So I started to stretch more. I started to do more um, squats, to do deadlifts, to do bench press, anything, eh, actually not so much bench press, but squats, deadlifts, stretching, yoga, anything to kind of supplement the fact that I wasn't able to climb, but still maintain a healthy body and be strong so that one day when I do, and I did kind of find a way to heal my, my heal my shoulder, then my body would in fact be stronger than where it was. And so because of this persistent, continuous, like throwing myself at the wall, trying to turn into speed bump, eventually it did. And I ended up going from not really having bouldered much outside before my injury. And so for anybody who doesn't know what bouldering is, bouldering is essentially like small rock climbing. So you go outside and you go to literally it's a boulder. So it's a rock that's maybe, I don't know, like 15 feet up anywhere between like three and like six meters on average. And you're climbing up it, and it's rather difficult. It's a really powerful style of climbing and climbing itself is like solving a puzzle with your body. That's 3d and you're trying to climb up the wall. So it's this very powerful, low to the ground style of climbing. I hadn't done much of it outside. Prior to that, I think I'd done like a V3 outside, which is a certain level of difficulty. It starts at zero and then goes up to 17. 17 being a level of difficulty that I think only, I don't know, four or five max, I feel like five people in the world have ever done. So it really like increases quickly between zero and 17 and how hard it really is. And so this summer, after being able to spend a year of injury and turn it into something positive where I was able to continue to work out and improve myself in other ways. And then eventually my shoulder healed thanks to um, Tyler Nelson, which is a great doctor, physiotherapist, climbing specialist. Um, in the winter, which was last winter. Um, so 2022, no, 2021 to 2022, that like new year time period. And I came into the following summer with a year of a shoulder injury and then one month or 
like six, five, six months of training and had the best outdoor climbing season I'd ever had. It was absolutely incredible. I climbed my first V5, then my first V6, then my first V7, then my first V8, my first V9. In sport climbing grades, there was a bunch of firsts and it was an absolute blast. And it was such an incredible feeling to know that the hard work had paid off. And yeah, so I guess I'm going to leave the episode off here. Um, I hope the story itself wasn't too rambly and that the ideas weren't um, too all over the place, but I'm going to continue to work on this. If you have any feedback for me, definitely feel free to let me know or just reach out and say hi. Um, It's always nice to know if somebody has listened to it and if they have what their thoughts are. Again, I'm always open to hearing from it and hearing from you. But where did I want to leave this? Oh, yeah. So a little challenge for you, actually. I went on this big ramble now, right, about processes and how processes have speed bumps that can turn into walls if you stop moving. And I think these things happen on a grand scale, like a big shoulder injury or a demotion at work or I don't know, anything like that. You get fired. But they also happen in small ways on a day-to-day basis. Like you walk to the bathroom and your toothpaste is empty because you forgot to get it from the the store. And then you say, oh, you freaking idiot. Like what the hell? Like that itself, you know what I mean? It's an opportunity for change for you to not beat yourself up, but maybe learn a little bit of a lesson um, about where you can improve and where you can be a little bit better. And so I guess my challenge to you is to see where you can do that in your own life. It's something that I take a fair bit of care and trying to ask my friends and see when my friends tell me that there's something that I could be doing better to really understand that. And uh, maybe that's something I'll bring up in a later podcast, but appreciate listening to the gray zone. Hope you had a good time. I did. And uh, yeah, I'll see you in two weeks. Talk soon.